Hello, my name is Chuck Rom, and today I would like to welcome you to Freeform Spiritual Wisdom. For the past 28 years, I've immersed myself in the exploration, the study, and the practice of the knowledge and wisdom that lies within metaphysical and spiritual concepts and ideas. That wisdom is also contained within you, and to a degree, is able to be found within the philosophies and teachings that are available, both historically and presently, on our planet today. What I intend to do as we move forward with each new episode of this podcast is to explore and provide for you a process and an experience where you can effectively use this information to create the type of life that brings you the satisfaction, fulfillment, and happiness that you desire. However, a necessary aspect of these changes is a much broader and deeper understanding of who and what you are. The two are actually inseparable, and becoming aware of this deeper aspect of yourself allows a perspective to come forward that is not present if this is omitted, which then results in a number of limitations to the outcome that's experienced. It's these limitations that cause people to continue searching for a more fulfilling solution to the challenges they have in their lives. Moving you beyond those limitations is the experience I intend to provide for you here. Hello, everybody. I'd like to welcome you back to the podcast. And once again, I am very glad that you had the opportunity to join us here again today for this episode. So today, what I want to chat about is how it is that your life may benefit by approaching that life more in the manner that your children approach their lives. And so after I say that, you may be thinking, well, what the heck does that mean? Why would you suggest that type of a thing to me? Surely my children don't know anything about the world. My children don't know anything about how you should respond in certain circumstances, about the way they should conduct themselves when various things are going on, about how to do so many things that the rest of us have learned how to do so well in life. And I say that because that is exactly the point. And now you're thinking, what do I mean? What I mean is we have learned how to do certain things in life in only certain ways. So as many of us, most of us have grown up, we have been presented with models of how things should be done. What is the best way to do things for a whole variety of reasons? And those reasons may have to do with because it's the best way to fit into the family that we're part of, because it's the best way to fit into the community that we're part of, because it's the best way to fit into the country that we're part of, and things of that nature. So, so many times as we grew up and as we were moving through life, as we went to school, as we went to maybe church, as we did a variety of sports, as we did all the things that we were doing as we were growing up, and then when we got into our teenage years and our 20s and our 30s, we were presented with a variety of ideas about how we should conduct ourselves, about how our fitting into 
the way that we should be expressing ourselves in a whole variety of different situations is the way that our life was meant to be lived. It's the way that it should be lived. It was perhaps the way that everybody expected us to live our lives. And so what this does to us, of course, is it, and I know that this particular word is not actually the way it works because everything is choice, but I'll say it robs us of the opportunity of living a life that feels much fuller to us. And many times we don't even know it, right? Because we're living a life that's a life just like everybody else. When really, by and large, everybody else, most people anyway, and you, hopefully, to a smaller degree all the time, are living lives that they make the decisions that they do after they look around themselves. In other words, what's everybody else doing, right? And they make a decision so that they fit in with what everybody else is doing. Now, there are individuals in our society, young people primarily, that are once again moving away from those ways of doing things. And I'm suggesting that if at no other time, at this time, it's a perfect time for you to begin to do those things also. To begin to look back at the various ways you learned how to do things, the various concepts and ideas about how you should act in particular situations, the choices that you should make in those situations, and why you should be making those choices in those situations. And then to step back and to look at all that and to contemplate, does all of that really lend, does it lead to my life being experienced in the way that makes it feel full for me? Is there happiness in my life? Is there joy in my life? Is there excitement in my life? Because there can be. I might even say there should be, right? Even though should is almost a naughty word in this podcast, but sometimes it's not quite so naughty if you use it in that way. But so many times, the way that I'll again use this word consensus reality, right? The reality that we've had around us for a long length of time. The reality that is born out of those types of ideas where everybody fits into a particular mold, right? Where uniqueness is not necessarily championed. But really, if you stop any place that you are, as long as you're around some other people, and you look around and you listen for a bit, you're going to find that you are unique. Everybody is unique. That's really the whole point. And then, what can you do to reach within yourself and to bring the uniqueness that's within you more to the surface? Because I'll suggest to you that the world will benefit by your uniqueness. And I mean everybody's uniqueness, not just a few people. Because that's really what's going to help our world move in a direction where more exciting ideas show up, where more fun is had, there's more excitement at the world, where people collaborate together 
easier than what they have before, where people allow themselves to make the kind of choices that they want to and allow other individuals to do the same thing. And so, of course, if you have children or if you've had the opportunity to pay attention to children, one of the things from the consensus reality vantage point that you may become familiar with, that you may have become familiar with, that you may have heard or observed, is that children sometimes can be quite difficult to get them to act the way they're supposed to. Right? There's that word again, supposed to, should, supposed to. And why is that? That's because what we're attempting to do with children is to do what civilizations, what cultures, what the world, what maybe our family did with us, is to shape us in a particular mold, to say that this is the way you should approach your life. This is the way you should live your life. This is how you should be as a human being. These are the decisions that you should be making, right? Now, of course, one of the themes that's quite strong here is that really, those are your choices. Those are your decisions to be made. All of those things and more, right? It is your life. Nobody else on the planet is experiencing your life. Only you can experience your life. So children seem to have an innate understanding of this. And so when we try, especially now and moving forward a couple of decades, because I've mentioned that we have a change in the way we want to live our life. And of course, usually when we see those, if we look at the rock stuff that started in the 50s and things that happened in the 60s, things that happened in the 70s, it was younger people that ushered those things in usually. All right. So, of course, that's going to be typical of what's going on now, right? After we make this shift, that probably won't have to happen quite the same way. But right now we have younger people doing that. And so, again, young individuals seem to have this innate knowing of their ability and their right, their inborn natural right to make whatever choice to express themselves in whatever way they want to. And people are probably finding in today's world that it is more difficult to get a child to comply with how you believe or anybody else believes they should be expressing themselves in their lives than what used to be true. So depending on your age, you may be able to think back when you were young, maybe under 10 or maybe early teenage years, and how everybody pretty much just kind of fell in line. The ideas of how you should express yourself were adopted by everybody. Now, you may not have liked it, but you saw everybody around you doing it. And if we go back into the 1800s, that was probably even more of a norm. And even before that, there were few people that stood out. That were those individuals that knew that they had to express themselves in a different way than everybody else was. And it was those people, actually, that moved us forward in the world that helped civilizations to expand, that brought new ideas to our cultures and to our civilizations. Well, this is happening with all of us now, right? Again, it's this movement that I've talked about. And so children, teenagers, have an innate ability to do this. This is what it's all about for them, 
right? And what we do is we try to dumb that down in them. We try to put them in a particular mode and say, no, this is the way you should be expressing yourself, right? We look at the quote-unquote past and how things have been done, right? Even if we look at that past, especially if we look at that past in the past 50 years, look at how many more ways there are to bring finances into your life than there used to be in the 60s. It's immense. There's so much that's going on now, right? None of that is going to stop. All we're going to do is to express our creativity even more than what we have from the 60s until now in ways that will be astonishing to individuals, let's say, that would view it from where we are standing right now. And even more so, from an individual that might be standing from a perspective of the 1970s. Just totally unbelievable. But that's what we do. We create. But in order to create, we have to allow ourselves our own choices. We have to allow ourselves our own uniqueness. We have to allow ourselves to move beyond the limitations, the shoulds, all those types of things that have been strongly guiding us, shall we say, pointing us in particular directions in the choices that we make in life, in the actions that we take in life. And the thing is, is that we're not going to hurt anybody by doing that. Now, some people may become confused, and that confusion may cause some sort of psychological or emotional stress in their life, but One of the things that you have to realize in life is that you can't do anything about those situations for individuals. I mean, not really deep down. In other words, you can't walk into their body and live their life for them. You can't make their choices for them. You can't choose how they're going to respond to something as far as their emotional feeling state or whatever might be concerned. It doesn't mean that you are wanting to intentionally cause them pain. But at the same time, you have to allow yourself to live the life that feels good for you to live. And sometimes, because belief systems are quite different with individuals sometimes, it can cause other individuals some degree of stress. This happens many, many times as individuals move into their teenage years and they decide to adopt a lifestyle that is very different than what their parents are doing sometimes. And their parents can be quite distressed by that, right? But we think that's more of maybe a quote-unquote natural process that, okay, yeah, teenagers do that kind of stuff. Sometimes they make those choices. Well, the thing is, is that if you find yourself in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, wherever it might happen to be, Adopt that teenage attitude if you can, to whatever degree you can. Allow yourself to make your own choices. And yes, maybe it might be a little bit upsetting to the individuals around you. But again, you're not living their life. They have the opportunity to choose also. They have the opportunity, if they desire, to look at life differently too. That is their freedom to choose, right? And so the thing is is that That's the stuff that we want to allow ourselves to be able to do. And as I've suggested in other episodes, probably the easiest way to begin that is to begin with something small. 
to choose areas in your life where you want to make choices, where you want to shed maybe the conditioning that you have become so familiar with that was applied to you at various times in your life, and to start expressing yourself in different ways. This will give you an increased level of understanding of yourself and trust of yourself and of the process. If you start in a way where it's not super big, because you won't get a lot of pushback from individuals around you. Again, I've mentioned this before, but as a civilization, human beings, many times we like to have things predictable. We like to have things that we know and be able to know that something's going to show up in a particular way at a particular time, day after day after day after day. But of course, that doesn't really lead or lend to a life that provides you with the type of inspiration, exhilaration, fun, excitement, those types of things that a life that is predictable does, right? You have to allow yourself to color outside the lines sometimes. Actually, as you begin this, you allow yourself to color outside the lines a lot. But you don't have to jump into the deep end of the pool as you do this. You can walk into the shallow end and wait around ankle deep or mid-calf deep for a while. And so you can choose things in your life that you want to change that aren't huge. Make some changes in those places that people aren't going to get you know, really questioning with you about, and then move on to other things, right? And as you're doing these types of things, again, what you want to do is you want to pay attention to a number of the forms of communication that show up from the more expansive part of you to this part of you, right? Because Communication is a great thing. You can get some ideas about directions that you can take or how to do things, right? So what you want to do is pay attention to begin with, even with your five senses, right? Maybe there's a song that plays that can mean something to you. Maybe there's something that shows up in your vision, a piece of artwork, a billboard maybe. It can be all sorts of things, right? So again, this concept of mindfulness, you know, paying attention in the moment to the things that are going on. And it can start with the five senses. Also pay attention to any dream activity you may have. If since we've begun the podcast, if you've started to explore your dreams, because we did talk a little bit in some of the earlier episodes of exploring your dreams. And I'm going to suggest here, if you haven't listened to some of those and you're kind of joining us new here, that dream time is an incredible part of your experience as the self to explore, I'll suggest to you that dream time is much, much more than what you will read almost any place else or you will hear almost any place else. If I suggest to you that you're actually dreaming right now, you may become very confused. But dreams and dream time and the way that we express ourselves is much different than what we consider because, of course, we consider this to be reality. We consider this to be what it's all about and everything else is some sort of a, oh, a very oh, ephemeral, kind of a misty, shifty, shadowy kind of a, a state of beingness. It, it doesn't have the same kind of immediacy that this has. And I'm going to suggest to you that's only because of the way that we're using the particular senses that we have constructed to use 
as part of this particular experience, right? The experience is a very focused experience, and we're focusing here, and we don't focus, usually during the day, during our quote-unquote waking hours anyway, on the other things that are going on in other parts of consciousness. And there is so much going on in the rest of consciousness, more than you can possibly comprehend, more than we can even talk about, because so much of it is outside of our ideas about what can happen, how things happen. We're so familiar with what's going on here. And so dreams, again, would be one thing to pay attention to as far as how you can get communication also. And of course, it's going to show up in a very symbolic nature in dream time, you know, metaphorical as well. So when you come back, you're going to have to maybe just take a little time in the morning and allow the dream self, that aspect of self that is uh, very integrated with all the things that go on in those layers of consciousness, to give you some insight on what it is that's going on with the dreams that you just had. And there can be a tendency sometimes to overcomplicate dreams. And we'll talk more about that in some other episodes, you know, kind of help you simplify being able to interpret what's going on with your dream stuff. So communications, again, we've talked about the eyes of a self. And if you're not remembering those, things like inspiration, images or imagination, ideas, impulses, intuition, impressions, insight, impetus, right? They all begin with I, so I like to call them the eyes of the self. These are the ways that the that wider aspect of you, that bigger self, that, that self that knows it's infinite, likes to convey information to you, typically in a way that doesn't at least immediately flow through your beliefs and your belief systems, right? It flows around those. Now, again, you can apply those to any of those eyes of the self in a very rapid fashion, right? You have to learn sometimes to pick up on that stuff and to be aware of when you're then coloring it. And it's a process like anything else is to be able to pick up on that information in a way that's a little bit uncolored. Now, something that you're going to want to understand here is that any communication that shows up for us here is going to be colored. It has to. And that's because we're living a particular life, this quote-unquote physical existence, and in it, we have some very powerful ideas about what it's all about, right? Ideas, concepts, beliefs about many, many things within it. And so as the information shows up to us from that wider us, right, from the self, it, because of how we're doing things here, has to be changed to match what we believe about reality. And so in that, it's going to be changed. All information as it moves from, shall we say, one layer of consciousness to another is changed. You just can't get around it. So the thing is, is that the more that you understand, the more that you can be good with who and what it is you are, and by that what I'm talking about, is an extension of the self. And as you start to pull, shall we say, allow, open up to those traits that are more utilized, more applicable, shall we say, in areas of consciousness that though they may be close to what we consider physical reality are not necessarily physical reality in the same way. And even beyond that, the easier it gets to understand 
the information that shows up for you, the communication that shows up for you, because you will color it a little bit less than what you were coloring it before. And as a result, it's going to be more impactful, right? It's going to stimulate ideas in you. It's going to move you beyond certain beliefs, certain concepts, certain expectations that you've had in a way that is going to be more potent than what happens in the earlier stages. Now, of course, even in those earlier stages, as that stuff shows up, it's still going to be very helpful for you, of course. It's like anything else. It's like, you know, when you first go to school or you first begin to learn a trade or whatever it is, in the early weeks and months of that, you know, you're becoming increasingly familiar with it. You don't have anywhere near the experience of someone who's been doing it for a decade or so. But still, you know much more than you did before you started. So this is, of course, very summer. And you'll be able to utilize whatever information it is that you avail yourself to, to this physical life that you're leading and living right now, that you're experiencing. And the experiencing end of things is really what it is that's so very important. And so I mentioned the regular senses, our regular five senses. There are also what you can call inner senses, which reach inward, shall we say, to connect with all the things that are happening in there, all the information, and then bring that information and translate that information for us, just like the outer senses, vision and touch and things of that nature, do that for us through the interface, shall we say, of what we call our outer world. So there's a mix that goes on. We just don't typically pay attention to too much of that inner mix. Our attention is mostly focused on that outer mix. So again, to utilize the model of a child, to utilize the model of a teenager, and if you've involved yourself in any type of this type of an exploration for a little bit of time now, one of the things that you may have heard in certain circles is language talking about the inner child. And so this is what I'm explaining and expressing and describing here is those aspects of you that were maybe, shall we say, inhibited or hobbled, might be maybe a little bit stronger word, molded into a different way of expressing itself, whatever thing we may use, whatever idea we may use to talk about that, right? Our freedom to choose, our freedom to be us was changed, was transformed as a result of what's considered to be right, what's considered to be normal, what's considered to be how we should do things in society, in our families, in our cultures, right? So as we begin to move beyond those, many times the language that you can hear, depending on who you're listening to, is to embrace more of our inner child, right? Allowing ourselves to have choice, right? Allowing ourselves to move beyond the conditioning that we were associated with for maybe many years that then lent to us expressing ourselves in our lives, experiencing our lives in a way that really didn't feel fulfilling to us inside. To some degree, yes. And so many times what we did is we talked ourselves into the fact that it was all okay, right? Because really, that's what everybody around us was doing, it, right? So 
I might as well do it like them. And if you think about it, when there were certain individuals sometimes, especially more 20, 30 years ago, that started to do things much more different. They started to embrace those parts of themselves that they had covered over when they were a child and when they were a teenager and maybe in their early 20s and started to express them again. The people around them kind of looked at them with, shall we say, a raised eyebrow, right? It's like, what's that individual doing, right? Where more than likely deep inside, or possibly deep inside anyway, they were wondering what it would be like to do the same thing in their life, right? But maybe their own fear kept them from doing that, or maybe their hesitancy because they wouldn't fit in, or however you might want to describe that, right? There's so many reasons why people don't change. And again, the reason why I suggest that what you do is you begin with things that are kind of smaller. Now, of course, you don't have to if you're the kind of individual that says, hey, you know, if I do things, I want to jump right into the deep end of the pool and do things like that all the time. You can make whatever large changes you want to make in your life. It is, of course, your life to do those things with. So this, of course, is the idea is, again, it is your life. No one else is going to be living your life. And there are many, many ideas about why living our lives in a particular way is the way we should be doing that. But again, like all things that we talk about here, like all things that I'm going to talk about you doing through this podcast, it has to fit in with this theme. You're the one that's creating the experience of your life, right? And so as we have expressed ourselves, as we have exposed ourselves to the concepts and ideas of the cultures and the families that we've grown up in and all the ways we should be doing things, we built beliefs around that. And so then we began to express ourselves in line with how everybody else was doing that. So as we move beyond those, what we start to do is we start to utilize other beliefs that are within us because they're there, they were there in the beginning. There were those beliefs that were in there about how we could do things, how we could express ourselves, the kind of choices that we could make. And they're still in there. All we have to do is allow ourselves maybe a little bit of courage, maybe a little bit more than a little bit of courage to be able to do that. But again, if we choose an area that's a little bit smaller to begin to make those choices and those changes in, then maybe it doesn't take a huge amount of courage, right? Those instances where people will notice but they really won't say a whole lot because it's not really threatening to them. And again, understand that it's going to be threatening to them and you're going to experience it being threatening to them because there are things in your life that are still threatening to you if people make changes, right? Even the changes that you make, you may be feeling a little unsteady about making because what's it going to mean, right? It's going to bring you into a situation that's different. It's going to bring you into new territory. But at the same time, what's going to happen once you allow yourself to do that is that now there's an area of your life that feels new, that there is some increased excitement in. There's maybe a greater level of a feeling of fulfillment in. So in doing this, as you move into this transition, of course, you can utilize any of the tools that we've talked about here so far. You can utilize any of the tools that you've learned in other places. If you understand that there's an effectiveness to those tools, whether it's some form of meditation, guided or not, 
whatever might happen to be, whether there's certain places like, again, outdoors, being outside is a great place to bring those wider aspects of ourselves more to the forefront. You know, it allows us a connection with an expression of the self, nature, that really has not been paying attention to any of the things that we've been talking about. In other words, how things should be done, the way that things need to be for whatever reason, right? Nature is nature. Nature expresses itself in this very integrated way, and it flows and moves by and large in a way that is autonomous, or so it seems, in association with us. Now, of course, all things that happen around us are very integrated with us, nature included. But so many times we don't understand those things. We don't see that that's going on in the same way. And so this grasping, this embracing, this welcoming of this individuality, this uniqueness that we have within us, the ability that we have to express ourselves in a way that will bring a certain feeling of satisfaction and fulfillment and maybe even inspiration and excitement to our lives, right? Because what happens, I think, after a while is that we let go of the hope that actually that can happen in our lives. And really, it's kind of because in a fashion, or maybe we just have, we've given up, right? We've thrown in the towel, shall we say. We said, okay, I'll live my life this way. I will live my life in the way that society says I should live my life. I'll fit myself in the role that I should fit myself into. I will express myself in a way that doesn't threaten anybody else and their ideas about how life should be lived, about how we should be all interacting in particular cultures and in our civilizations and things of that nature. But again, if you think about it, during those times when large groups of usually younger individuals were doing things, you can see how what happened is they brought new energy into our cultures and civilizations. They brought new ideas into our civilizations, as well as individuals who did that who may not necessarily have conducted themselves in ways that maybe at the time were considered so radical, except for maybe in the way that they expressed things, in the way their imagination worked, in the way that they were thinking about things, right? Individuals like Einstein, individuals like Tesla, individuals like Emerson, individuals like, oh my God, there are so many individuals. All the individuals, of course, that are great in the arts, the individuals that brought us all the great technologies we have, even individuals like Bill Gates, all the people who are involved in Apple, you know, there are so many things, electronic cars, You know, there are so many individuals who allow themselves in various ways to express themselves in a fashion that is outside of the border. And there are some places in our cultures where that can be championed to some degree, right? To express yourself outside of the border. And certainly in the world of technology, that seems to be true to a large degree, right? Maybe not to a full degree, but to a large degree where, hey, let's see what we can do with this area of our lives. But the thing is, is that what we would really benefit immensely from is to allow ourselves to do that with our individual lives, not just an area within our cultures and within our civilizations, but within ourselves. 
because that's really about what life is. Again, your life is lived from the inside, right? I mean, you have all these things around you. Certainly your house is there, your car is there, your job is there, your friends are there, nature is there. There's all these things that are around you, right? But as you interact with all of those things, your experience with all of that is an inner experience, right? It's about what you feel. It's about what your emotions are. It's about what you think. It's about what kind of images come into your mind. It's about what kind of inner dialogue may be happening, right? There's so many things that go on within us, and that's what our experience actually is. It's what's happening within us, not what's happening outside of us. The outside of us is there as a reflection in the moment of what is happening inside of us, right? It's a very immediate thing. There is no lag between what's going on within us and what we experience outside of us. They're very interrelated, very integrated. So embracing the ability that young people have to be who and what they are, to look at the teenagers that are around you, to look at the young children that are around you. And again, You know, a lot of times what we can do is we can look at behavior that certain individuals have. But so many times when you do that, think about what it is that they're doing that brings that behavior out. Many times what they're doing is they are pushing back against what somebody says they should be doing, how they should be expressing themselves, right? There's a mold that individuals are trying to slot them into and they're not interested And so the thing is that because we've given up, shall we say, and yes, now there's just life that should be lived in this particular way, and these are the way you should do things, this is the way you should dress, this is the way you should cut your hair, these are the types of relationships you should be having, and on and on, right? That what we attempt to do for young people around us in, of course, quote-unquote, their own best interest and Many times we truly believe that, right? Because we are so very conditioned ourselves that we try to get them to fit into a mold, you know. But many times, and especially again in our today's day and age and moving forward, I'll suggest more so, young individuals are going to have less and less of that. They're not going to be interested in that kind of stuff. Now, what will be beneficial is that as that is happening, in other words, as the years and the decades are moving past us, there's going to be more and more individuals that are going to be expressing their own ability to choose, their own ability to express their beliefs in the way that feels right for them, and then also to allow other individuals to accept other people's beliefs in the same way. And again, I know that a lot of times what people will think about is how about individuals who express themselves in these very, what we'll call now, destructive ways and all the various ways that can happen. But again, usually that kind of stuff occurs because an individual has felt inhibited, sometimes very strongly inhibited, right, from an individual, from individuals around them that had very strong ideas and beliefs about how life should be lived and then imparted very strongly those ideas onto that individual. And so they buried themselves deep inside themselves someplace, right? And it's kind of like 
a volcano, let's say. A volcano that's incredibly hot, has a huge amount of pressure inside, but it's capped by an immense rock, very dense, very hard rock on top of it. And it takes a lot of pressure until that volcano finally blows up. And when it does, then it's quite exhilarating if you're seeing it from a distance anyway to watch it do that, right? But if you're there, then of course it's a very traumatic event, very destructive it seems like, right? Because there's all this pressure that was built up inside that's released finally. So of course this happens with all of us, sometimes much more frequently than what people understand. And of course that can come out a little at a time as well. But the whole idea is to not to do that in the first place. Now, of course, most individuals that are in their, especially late 20s and their 30s and their 40s and their 50s and older than that, those things have already happened to them to some degree, right? You've already been in a situation where there have been parts of you that have been buried, that have been covered over by the ideas and the beliefs of the family that you were raised in of the culture and the civilizations that many of us grew up in, regardless of where you are in the world. And so what we want to do is we want to move beyond all of that stuff. We want to express ourselves in a way that brings our own creativity forward, that allows us to experience a life which is much more of the life that we actually want to live. And, of course, there are people around us in the world that are, in fact, doing these things. And so you can look to those individuals as examples. Now, sometimes, as they're expressing themselves, what you may see, of course, too, is that there may be those little volcano-like things that are coming out as they're doing that. And, of course, that can be expected from those individuals. There's a whole variety of ways that people express themselves. The thing is, is that everybody expresses themselves or really ideally is meant to express themselves in their own unique ways. And again, I believe that we are moving towards that. There's a large group of individuals, and you can't even call it a group of individuals. There's so many individuals that are associated with this now, this understanding of things that we're moving towards a different way of expressing ourselves, that it's way beyond calling it a group any longer many years beyond calling it a group. But if you recognize in yourself the ways that you would like to express yourself differently, that's what's really important, to look at those things and then to make some choices around those things, to do things that allow you to make the kind of choices in your life that you want to. And again, the inner you will help. And so as we've talked about before, One of the things you can do is just ask, so, okay, this is the direction that I want to take in my life. And so if you can aid me in doing that, that would be very much appreciated. And you don't have to be overly specific. You know, certainly if there are certain areas that you want to move forward in first, you can do that. But just asking for that help and then allowing whatever shows up in your life to be the answer to that. Of course, at the same time, what you're going to want to do as much as you possibly can is to act on those things that show up, right? And even what you can do is to take actions in advance, right? So if you're looking for a certain type of expansion of freedom in a particular way of living your life, regardless of what it might be, if you take some actions that are in line with 
that expansion of whatever you want to do in your life, then what you'll usually see, pretty much always see, is the wider you responding to that and creating situations around you that are in line with that action that you've taken, right? Because what you're doing is you're initiating it to a greater degree because you're taking some action in that regard. And again, that's what we talked about a little bit earlier, finding some small things in your life that you can bring some changes to. And then you grow those. And then you look at something that's maybe just a little bit bigger and you do that. And maybe you do a couple of things that are like that, that are that size, and then you go one step larger, right? As you do this, of course, what you're going to do is you're going to start to utilize different beliefs within yourself. You're going to start to utilize different ideas. There's going to be different expectations that you have about things now, and you're going to see that reflected in your world around you. Because again, our world around us, quote unquote, is a reflection of what's going on within us, right? All of those things that are happening within us, all those ways that we are interacting with consciousness then gets reflected around us again by and through consciousness for us to experience as our quote-unquote physical reality. So it's the inner stuff that's important. So focus on those things. Again, move with those things. Allow yourself to utilize the models of individuals in our culture, and many times it's younger individuals, but very creative individuals do this stuff as well. So you can pay attention to a lot of individuals out there as role models. You can kind of pick and choose almost. That then provides you with kind of an impetus, right, for you to move forward into the things that you would like to do. And again, it doesn't have to be in one fell swoop. You don't have to change your entire life. You know, you want to change a little at a time. If you find that it's a little bit difficult, of course, that's all right. Again, you've been associated with a particular model of how it's done for a long time. So you have to allow yourself some time to let those changes start to show up in your life, even though, of course, they can show up quite quickly in your life. I've certainly experienced that, and I've seen that. I've witnessed that occur to individuals that also live their lives in this way and are moving into this, individuals who are in various places, stages, I could say, places in the spectrum of folding these types of ideas in their life. And you see these things happen in their lives. And sometimes it's immediate. I mean, someone can make a choice, an action that is in alignment with how they want to widen the way that they move their life, how they do things in their life, and they can see the result maybe in an hour or a couple hours that same day. You know, some thing changes in physical reality that is a match for what you just decided to do different, and then you took some kind of an action towards that, right? Because it matches the now intent that you have, and those beliefs that are associated with that will start to come to the surface a little bit more, and you'll start to use those instead of the ones that you were using. And again, that's what beliefs are there to do. They're like, again, the apps on our phone, right? Swipe to the next screen and go, oh, okay, let's use this app instead, right? Open that app up, right? And like so many apps, you know, you can have a bunch of apps that are quite similar in nature, but there can be small differences between different companies and their apps. So it's the same thing here. You know, you can move from one app to one that's just a little bit different. Open up a new one, close the other one, and here's another one again that's just a little bit more different, right? So you just keep moving in that direction. And as long as you're not going to pick something that's huge, it's not going to be too uncomfortable for you. 
But still, what you're going to be doing, of course, is you're going to be working with the way that you think and feel about yourself and about life, because this is what it's all about. It's going to be more that than it will be really what you experience around you, even though that's going to be a reflection of that. But the immediate stuff, the most immediate stuff is going to be your own psyche, your own feelings, right? Those are going to be the things that you're going to be experiencing. They're going to be telling you, oh, are you sure you want to do this? Well, I don't know about this choice. Well, this might be kind of a spendy thing to do, or this might be kind of a risky thing to do, or whatever it might happen to be. You know, those things are going to happen within you. You're going to get that inner dialogue that goes along. You're going to get that maybe feeling of fear or hesitancy or maybe dread or whatever might happen to be. And the thing is, again, it's about acceptance and trust in yourself, right? This is what you're moving towards or moving more fully into as you do these types of things is more self-acceptance and more self-trust. Because, of course, that's what it's all about. So, again, paying attention to those young people around us, paying attention to those creative individuals around us, right, can give us some impetus to move into those places in ourselves. And again, certainly you can use a model of anybody in life to be able to do that. But at some point, look to see what's in there that's unique about you. What do you want to develop within yourself? What do you want to bring forward? What is it? What ways do you want to flourish, right? Because there's that in everybody, regardless of what it is. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you're making a brand new car or you're creating a new type of computer chip or you've painted the best painting in the world or whatever it might happen to be. It can take any form, you know, the uniqueness is there, right? There are so many things, almost countless things now as we look around us that people are involving themselves in that they're doing, that they enjoy doing. And so you can do pretty much anything. That's really what it's all about. Pick something, pick one thing, maybe pick several things, right? And allow yourself to move in those directions and to express yourself in ways that maybe you haven't allowed yourself to express so far. And attempt not to be too concerned about the individuals around you, because really, What you're experiencing is a reflection of your own hesitancy inside for all the reasons that, of course, in this moment or in the beginning stages are quite valid for you, right? Well, I'm not doing it for this reason because, of course, that reason is what you believe to be true about why you shouldn't be doing something, right? Again, now I'm not talking about going out and doing something that we would be considering destructive in a large way or anything like that, just making those nice changes to your life, you know, changes to your life so you can live your life the way that you would like to live your life. And this may be different than how your parents think you should live your life. It may be different than how your brothers and sisters think you should live your life, that your friends believe that you should live your life, whatever it might happen to be. I'm going to suggest to do it anyway, you know, begin and do it in a small way and then it'll grow. And if the individuals around you find it difficult to be accepting or welcoming of that, you will find other people in your life that you will find that acceptance is. They're going to be doing the same thing that you are. They're going to be allowing themselves to make similar change in their life, to be embracing whatever it is that's within them to express in the world. And it doesn't mean that you never interact with, you know, your other friends and your family, but maybe it's altered. It goes through a transformation. Okay, it doesn't have to, but it may, 
right? But allow yourself that ability to move forward. Sometimes it can be a scary thing because you wonder, you know, what's going to happen if all of a sudden I do things and I don't feel like I fit in or people are telling me that I don't fit in, whatever might happen to be. Well, you will fit in. It's just that you have to find the individuals that you fit in with and they're going to be there. You just have to allow that to show up as well. And it will. All those things will be there for you. So allow yourself the opportunity to make changes in your life. Allow yourself to look at your life and go, okay, I'd like my life to be different than these ways. And there's so many ideas that we have, so many beliefs we have that due to things that have gone on in our past, regardless of what it is, it can be the job choices we've had before, it can be the school choices that we've had before, or the lack of those choices that we've had before. So many different things, the relationships that we've had, or whatever it might happen to be, that we say, okay, as a result of that, I can only do these things, or I can't do these things because I don't have this ability, or whatever it might happen to be. But you can change those things in your life at any point in time, any point in time. And as you start to do that, what you're going to see is that your reality rises up to meet you in that, to support you in that. And I'll suggest to you to allow that to happen in what may be surprising ways. In other words, don't put boundaries around how life and support of life can come to you. Let it show up in any way. And sometimes that can be uncomfortable. People may just offer you money. They might offer you whatever might happen to be. And you may feel a little strange about that, right? But remember, whatever comes your way as a result of that is a result of the changes that you've made, right? This is a reflection of your choices, your energy and consciousness. And so there's a collaboration there. There's not just the other individual that's offering that to you, but it's occurring as a result of changes that you made of choices that you made, right? Of things that you decided to walk a little bit or maybe a lot beyond. Things that you were believing before, ideas and concepts and expectations that you had at one time that you're now transforming, right? And your world will reflect that. And you may have to become comfortable, shall we say, accepting of the world coming to you easier than it used to before. And that in and of itself can be a challenge sometimes. Sometimes we're so used to having to work hard to have things be hard in life, right? That it can be very strange if things start to happen easily in life. You know, we don't, we don't trust it, right? And sometimes it feels very odd. Sometimes as the people around us get to be very nice to us all the time, we don't know what to do with that. Oh my gosh, what's this about? People are smiling all the time. They're always saying pleasant things to me all the time wow, what do I do with this? This is very different than what it used to be before, right? And it's a transition. You know, there's transformations that are happening in your life and they're happening to you, right? Embrace those all your life to move in that direction because everybody can have that kind of a life. We can all have that kind of a life. It really just takes the desire to move in that direction, to become familiar with the knowledge, the information, the tools to do that, which is what I'm providing for you here and what I know there's out there in other venues to find as well. Right? And then what you want to do is you want to apply those to your life. You want to start working with those things, exploring those things, right? Utilizing them, paying attention to the communication as it shows up for you, right? Again, it's a process. It doesn't mean that you're going to learn it all in just a couple of weeks. It takes a number of months, a number of years, you know, to become really, really good with all this stuff, you know, before it becomes part of who and what you are.
But while you're getting there, things are going to change. Your life isn't going to change. You're going to become different. And again, I believe it was in the last episode that I said this, but regardless where it was I said it, life around you can change and you may not necessarily change. But as you change, your life has to change and it will change because your life will be a reflection of you. So again, you're the important one in your life. Your life is all about you. And I know that there's lots of ideas that we have, especially in the early stages, that so many of the things that happen in our lives are about other individuals or other things that are happening around us. But as you become increasingly familiar with you, and as you become increasingly observant to what happens in your world, as you start to embrace who you are, accept who you are, trust who you are, put all of these things into practice in your life, you will see that, in fact, it has very little to do with what's going on around you. It has everything to do with the choices that you make in alignment with the beliefs that you carry about yourself and about all of those things out there. So as you do this, day to day, week to week, month to month, and as the years flow by, it'll become increasingly apparent to you just how significant you are in your life. You're the central role in your life. You're the one that is more important than anybody else in your life as far as all the things that happen in your life. doesn't mean all the other individuals in your life aren't important and you don't care for those individuals greatly, of course, but all the things that happen in your life are due to your inner environment, what's going on with you. So you're the key. You are the key to your life. So look around you, find the models that to you move in a way that you believe you can utilize to help stimulate the inspiration within you to build that, to then express yourself in the way that you would like to express yourself and to live your life in a way that you want to allow yourself that choice, that freedom that younger individuals have as just a natural part of their personality. Because again, that younger individual still resides within you as well. And so utilize those traits there. Utilize the desire to do that. You know, that unbridled desire to express yourself in your life in the way that feels right for you to express yourself in your life. This then will conclude the information I'm going to share with you in this episode. I want to thank all of you for joining me here today. It's been my pleasure to share this information with you. Moving forward into subsequent episodes of the podcast, what I'm going to do is continue to share information and knowledge with you to offer you methods and practices that will help then to continue to build a nice foundation for you that then you can use as a platform to move forward and apply the information that I've provided for you here into having the type of life that you would like to have. What I'd also like to share with you is that I have another format that I offer this type of information in. It's a Facebook page that I have, and it's called The Home We've Never Left. If you'd like, you can head over there, and you can get a little bit of a feel for some of the topics and ideas that we will discuss in the podcast. What I'd also like to touch on is that if you feel that the information that I'm providing for you here is of benefit for you in your life and you would like to support that financially in some way, I've included a couple of links in the description below. 
and contributing in some financial way, of course, would be very appreciated. It helps me in dedicating more of my time to sharing this type of information with all of you. I'm looking very forward to connecting with you in future episodes. I'll see you then.